0: Hello there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tap Calf Transmissions, the only Star Wars podcast that has two episodes this week, because today we're going to be talking about everything coming out of Star Wars Celebration, and we're going to follow that up on Thursday talking about the Mandalorian. But Mm -hmm. for all the celebration news, I'm your one host, Corey, and the other host, Justin Eckhart's Ladder, has decided to slum it today with all of us YouTube people. So how are you doing, Justin? Justin?
1: Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's been a, a long weekend of, of Star Wars coverage, uh, plus Easter. I hope you had a, a, a good Easter. Corey, I hope you were resurrected uh, <laughs> as per yeah, annual tradition. It was a rough Friday. <laughs> <but> <laughs> rough Friday, we, yeah. We made it through. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Uh, hope you're all healed up. Hope everything's doing well. Um, but yeah, it's been lots of lots of news. I'm glad we're we're popping in here with a news episode. Um but yeah, it's uh, it's been good. How about? Any, did you do anything special over Easter? Did you did you get out of the house?
0: Uh, we actually went clothes shopping today because in Ottawa it started at like minus four this morning, but then throughout the course of the day it got up to twenty degrees yeah, almost. Similar that, here. I don't know how to translate that to Fahrenheit for any Americans I it's watching. It's like seventy-five, I'm sure a maybe. Okay, but it was it start freezing now not freezing. Mm-hmm. But there's still giant snowbanks. So it was weird because it was like walking outside, t shirt, dying because it was too warm right now, and mm-hmm. then just having snowbanks everywhere still. It's actually kind of disgusting.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, it's supposed to be really nice here for the next week, too. So I, I'm guessing it's probably the same with you is it like the next week 15 yeah,
0: 20 yo, it's gonna be great uh did you get anything or get up to anything for easter did easter bunny bring you anything nice justin
1: the easter bunny brought my children lots of chocolate so i claim the uh the dad tax and dad tax is a lot like like real tax uh like a marginal tax rate whereas like on the first 50 like the last 50 percent of their candy they get like i'm really crushing half of that like when they've (laughs) got like just one easter bunny left i'm like i'm maybe cracking like half an ear or something um but yeah so so yeah good easter for me too Uh, that's good yeah and i live far
0: enough away from my family that like if my friends go home for easter it's just me and dana here so there's right. really nothing other than every store being closed that's the the main impact on my life mm-hmm. and i'll get a text from random family members reminding me that it is in fact easter that i'll sometimes <laughs> respond to yeah keep me that's hanging. my celebration yeah, yeah.
1: Don't, don't never let them see your next move my, they uh... can't
0: afford my rates for an actual conversation
1: yeah for sure super expensive especially on this uh, on this week of Celebration. Uh, yeah. Should we just start talking right now, the big announcement uh, regarding Celebration itself? So, okay, c- yeah. Celebration, I, I don't know which number, we must be at like, what, 12, Celebration 12 or something?
0: I think they've stopped numbering them. It's just, mm. it's not like the Super Bowl. We're not getting up to Super Bowl <laughs> XXVI. Right, but...
1: The next celebration will be in Japan. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Uh, So on the one hand, I am perfectly happy with the idea that they should go to a bunch of different places so that as many different people have the opportunity to go. Mm-hmm. But it also makes me kind of sad that it's not a yearly thing right now because when it's so spread out, like I wasn't able to go last year. Uh, i thought about going this year but then it was still kind of far mm-hmm. and especially when the and the timing didn't really work because we had the other trip earlier and now i've got to go for my dad's birthday back to my hometown this week so it would have been super tight mm-hmm. and i was thinking oh well the rumors were that i would be in orlando in 2025 yeah. so i figured that's easy enough to do but that was wrong uh so i don't know now it's like the next one that i could possibly go to depending on where it is would be 2027 unless i just want to blow all of my money going to japan so i don't know are you thinking about going i think i am yeah i've
1: never been same with you um i was supposed to go in 2020 i believe um but it was canceled uh but yeah i'm thinking about it i might take my son and i might go it's going to be expensive but I've wanted to go to Japan, and I never have, so it'd be a cool kind of opportunity. I definitely would go more than... Because it's a shorter Celebration, too. It's only three days versus the four. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, the dream would be, like, Star Wars Celebration Toronto, which Toronto would be... No, not happening. No, I I do think Toronto will get one at at some point. Um, But, Yeah. yeah, I imagine they'll kind of... It seems to me they'll get on, like, a cadence of, like... Uh, North American, then, well, sorry, I expect them to get on a cadence of North American, then uh, I guess we will just call it worldwide, but they're going London yeah. to Japan now, so I guess I don't really know.
0: Yeah, like, I think 2025 will be a big one. I don't know if there will be enough, like, I guess the fear with doing it every year is that there's not enough announcements, but I think you can probably spread it out, and I'd be okay with there being, like, some smaller ones just that are there to have the event. It's like, you don't have to have a bunch of announcements at like Comic-Con and Dragon Con and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff for people to want to go. Uh, But I haven't entirely ruled out going in 2025 because it's going to be, you have to imagine it's going to be a pretty big one because we're probably getting into movie trailers for the first movie to come out, which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, But also most of the shows that we have announced now are going to be wrapping up in the next year or two. So Mandalorian seems like it's going to go on for a while. We don't know if Ahsoka is going to be a limited series or not. Uh, but, like, the Acolyte, who knows if that's going to have multiple seasons. Andor is going to be done. The Bad Batch is going to be done. So it's, I don't know, it seems like there'd be a lot to actually announce at that one. Mm-hmm. So it'd be cool to be able to be at it.
1: Yeah, no, for the record, I I totally agree that it doesn't need to be only, uh, like, it doesn't need to be announcement based. Like at least when it started, celebration was a fan event. Um, that's kind of what made the scale of it. So remarkable. Um, like for me, I I know there's a big argument is you go and like, you might not even get the panels and that's definitely worth discussing about. But for the reason I would want to go is meet like viewers and meet other, just kind of to see stuff. Like I want to see like what kind of star Wars legend stuff they have stuff. That's never going to make the sage except for the E wing um but yeah
0: is that the big news we should talk about first the e-wing or are we going to get claimed for Mm. because that was that was just in a uh Mm. like panel exclusive where they were showing a bit more from ahsoka Mm. and everyone you posted a few frames of the e-wing i did like i got what you were talking about immediately but everyone else that saw your post on twitter seemed to be under the assumption you were just talking about a picture of sabine's ass Right,
1: I got I, I do want to address that because even <laughs> even in the chat now I've had people saying you were clickbaiting with the ass. Like what am I supposed to do? Like I I I found the best shot of the E-wing in the trailer. Keep in mind this is a trailer shot with um uh, someone's camera that's not supposed to have it out. And like every single shot like her butt is half of it, sure, but like the ship is the main focus. Like, I, it's supposed I, to be. It's supposed to be. And for one, like, why are you complaining about someone's butt? Like, since when did butts become evil? Like, <laughs> but <laughs> it was literally the only way I could present it unless I wanted to really cut it down so it wasn't even thumbnail worthy.
0: Man's out here trying to give you all a prime view of the E Wing, and you're just complaining about it. When I like, saw that, when
1: I saw the e wing, like I watched it in, uh, I I think the link I, I found the video right when it came, there was like, six hundred views on it, and I was, at first I was my YouTube has been doing this thing where it plays the video first in like three sixty p hold on yeah, so I was watching it I I've was like,
0: thinking that a lot too, yeah.
1: yeah, and I was like what the f- is that a, is that a goddamn e wing, and then I rewatched it in 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 ten eighty and blew my mind like i messaged you right away yeah um so
0: like you sent me the message with just the the slowed down video and you just asked me like what do you think this is yeah. and not not for a second was i thinking man's just trying to send me a slow-mo video of sabine's ass i was like no it's, it's clearly the ship yeah and i mean if it were the butts like
1: is that is that really a crime it's not a crime. It'd just be weird that you were sending it yeah. to me. It's funny because originally I posted. Uh, so I, had, I had first thought it wasn't quite as clear um, in the screenshots because I was watching it in the lower quality. So yeah. I like recorded myself uh, like I OBS to my screen, just like playing back and forth over that clip on YouTube. I didn't realize I was recording the audio, and I didn't listen. You can probably hear me just like heavy breathing, like trying to (laughs) trying to spot my one of my favorite ships ever. Like, where are you? Like, like just like clicking that the uh, the period button to like move forward a frame. Like, yeah, let's see you. Like, let's see you. Let's see you from those angles.
0: Yeah, that that's going in evidence somewhere. I don't know what's going to happen with it. But I was watching on my phone and it was pretty clear what was going on. I, I didn't noticed when it's any smaller,
1: it's easier to see. Um unlike butts. But um yeah, so that was that was a very exciting moment. Um the E wing looked great as well. No uh, no canopy cannon. So the uh, the ship is the ship will be cannon, but the, the cannon ship's cannon won't be cannon. So
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. But- what, what more could we really ask for, other than mm-hmm. an E Wing? Everyone said it was impossible, and yet here we are twenty twenty three, the year that E Wing shows up for three seconds in live action. It and it's gotta the... be part yeah. of like a a bigger fight at some point.
1: It wasn't even in the regular Thrawn trilogy, which is the, the crazy part. Yeah. Did you watch the uh did you watch the the trailer? Like the, the one behind closed doors
0: one? I don't think I got no, actually, no, I, I did, I did, because there's a few things in that. I don't know if we want to talk about that too much. Any details from it? Because um, I don't know if that's too far into like spoiler territory for people, because it's not an official trailer, and there's some pretty big stuff in it. Or should we just tell people to screw off for a minute? Yeah, or two? if you
1: don't want to be spoiled, because I, 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 wouldn't have minded it, but I, I also don't mind spoilers. Yeah. Um, so just, just for context, for anyone who hasn't been following along with Celebration, there was some stuff shown. Um, openly like live streamed panels and stuff uh there was some stuff released officially uh and there was stuff behind closed doors they showed episode 7 of the mandalorian behind closed doors obviously or sorry episode 7 of this season behind closed doors and they showed a second teaser for ahsoka behind closed doors and i i really feel like they're shooting themselves in the foot because almost immediately people like me would i wasn't there mind you uh, but people like me started posting stuff that they saw including and again spoiler spoiler warning quick way if you don't click away if you don't want to thrawn's face um and like do you really want people to be introduced to the character through like a nintendo ds camera like for the first time
0: yeah like they have to know that's going to happen like that the first time people see the acolyte the first time people see Andor season two the first time people see uh thron it's all going to be in this like toaster quality video but mm-hmm. it is partially our fault but it's it's not yeah. entirely our fault it's mostly theirs and,
1: and Thrawn looked a lot better in motion than he did in that one still image like who would guess yeah. uh and again still a few spoilers the, the other differences in the trailer um we saw some really nice shots of Lothal that reminded me a lot of rebels that's where yeah, uh
0: the highways there
1: yeah and that's where the scene is, um, where Sabine is is uh, sliding under the E wing, and we see uh, Sabine fighting Shin, who's got Shin has her lightsaber. Sabine has uh, Ezra's lightsaber. At least I assume was it's that, Ezra's.
0: Was that scene between Sabine and Shin, or was that the Inquisitor?
1: No, she fights. She fights uh, Shin. Shin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it also does show that there's a bit of a fake out because the first trailer, there's a shot where a, a, one of the ships is shooting at another one in the original teaser, it looks like that shin in the cockpit, but this time it shows it's the Inquisitor. Um, hmm. it who's definitely it's gotta be Barris, right? Unless it, it is one of the other ones. I don't know.
0: It feels like if they're gonna bring Barris, oops. If they're gonna bring Barris back, then this is probably where it happened. And it's Dave Filoni so you'd have to expect that. It's going to be someone... I've seen some theories that like it's Ezra, but I don't I don't think no. they're going to go that direction of like, oh, Ezra actually ended up turning to the dark side. I've seen theories, though, that Balin is Ezra, so I don't know how... <laughs> Balin's but It white. seems like any theory... <laughs> yeah, that's one problem. It's either been... E- I've seen theories of Balin being Ezra. I've seen theories of Balin being uh Cal Kestis. So really, Balin is Balin. We don't know really where Balin came from, but it seems like it is some part of the Jedi order and
1: yeah I love uh I really like Balin's design um
0: yeah I mean they both look cool
1: yeah I've got the trailer looping kind of on my stream here and yeah I I mentioned it in my video they kind of have a bit of an imperial uh a knight vibe to me at least like from legacy where they have armor and they seem to have matching like standardized lightsabers that's at least what I'm taking from it
0: Shin and Balin.
1: Yeah, I mean they both have Do the have orange the blade. I guess is kind well, of well. They have I'm the saying. blade
0: the same, but yeah.
1: I guess what I'm more mean is it seems like they've got almost more of a uniform. You know what I mean? Okay. Um. So yeah, I I got Imperial Knights vibes, but I love I love Balin's look. He's got like a real mass to him, uh, where it's like, oh crap! Like this is a man. Like that scene where he's fighting Ahsoka. It's like, yeah, he's he's got it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I really, and I I love the look of the orange lightsabers as well.
0: Yeah, I've seen a, that seemed to be one of the most controversial or confusing parts of like, are these supposed to be orange or red? But Mm -hmm. Dave Filoni did confirm that they are, they're orange. They're not just weird looking red, but Shin also had a Padawan braid. Mm. So it seems like they're not just dark Jedi as the way people describe like, Dark as the adjective, and then Jedi just because they that label is thrown on any force user. Mm -hmm. It's it seems like they're some kind of like semi corrupted Jedi, right? I don't know if the idea with the lightsabers is supposed to be the synthetic thing Mm -hmm. that Obi Wan had in Mastered Apprentice or that they found in Mastered Apprentice, I think it was, or if it's supposed to be like still kyber crystals but halfway bled because they're not sure if they want to be. That's what happens if you bleed
1: them when you've got an upset tummy.
0: Yeah, it's it's a bruised lightsaber crystal. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I'm not sure either. I, and
1: I personally never loved the idea of bleeding crystals. Uh, I don't
0: like it either. But just like thinking about what it could mean in universe for that to happen. No, I agree. It's not an endorsement of the views. No. It's just we don't. Endorse. I prefer when it's a customization system in universe where Leia can have her red lightsaber, and it's just it doesn't mean she's evil. She just likes red. <laughs>
1: yeah, she's just. Yeah, Luke gives a Luke gives her the red one, right?
0: I think so. Because yeah. that's the that's the earlier one, right? It's not the NJL one. She gets like no. blue later yeah. on.
1: He gives her the red one I feel like it's in the Corellian trilogy, maybe.
0: Yeah. She gets like three different lightsabers, mm-hmm. where they're all supposed to be her getting her lightsaber because everyone wanted to write that story, and at that point no one gave a shit what anyone else was doing.
1: Yeah. No, totally. Um well, also the Emperor in Dark Empire has a, a blue lightsaber, which was kind of funny. Why shouldn't he? Yeah, why shouldn't he? Because, I mean, at the time, people, people forget this because it seems so obvious now, but there had only been one red lightsaber, and it was Vader's. Uh, and we know he's a fallen Jedi, so, like, it's it's definitely possible that red is just another ordinary color.
0: Yeah. Hmm. We didn't even have Jedi power battles yet, so how is anyone supposed exactly. to know what anything was?
1: Exactly. Um,
0: didn't have any electric judgment.
1: <laughs> but it, the, the, i thought the uh, regarding the trailer i thought the trailer was really well done um they showed yeah. a lot more than i was expecting i yeah. uh i really liked the music i saw a lot of people complaining about the heir to the empire quote just because like it's a little too on the nose and like it is a little on the nose <laughs> my response to that is like i watched a lot of i, w- I was curious so, like was it because for me it's like okay as a hardcore fan it's a signal okay it's going to be a closer uh, adaptation of the source material than maybe even I was expecting,
0: but potentially,
1: yeah. Or at least that like, it's, you know, it's an indication that, Hey, we know there's stuff we're pulling from. I went back and I rewatched a lot of fan reactions and a lot of people that line came and they didn't even, you know, react at all.
0: Yeah. There's probably like a lot of people who have never read the Thrawn trilogy that are going to be watching the show obviously mm-hmm. and even among star wars fans like the number of people who have actually gone and read a lot of the books like even people who are like theoretically love legends fans i'm not saying they're not just if a lot of their knowledge comes from either reading wikipedia or watching videos they might not necessarily have actually read the book themselves either so i think
1: that's controversial take but i think that's the vast majority of of uh people who talk about legends like, when I, I don't look think at that's my comments. controversial.
0: I okay. feel like that's just. Okay. Well, it's not, not controversial. About, I'm not talking based. about just
1: Star Wars fans. I'm talking about, like, people who say they like legends. Like, yeah. Like, when I look at my comments, people talking about the Thrawn trilogy, and I, I kind of posted about this the other day, like, I get the feeling that most of them know almost everything they do from me or from Wikipedia or from another YouTuber.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think. Uh... There aren't that many people who have read like a huge amount of it, at least like maybe some of them have read, there's probably a, a larger number of people who have read the Thrawn trilogy than other stuff. But I do think that there's some false perceptions about what it all is based on kind of looking retrospectively at legends after there's been all of it already written Mm -hmm. and then a bunch of source books and other kinds of materials piled on top and you're kind of getting the filtered view of that yeah uh when you're watching a youtube video about it or listening to a podcast about it uh people are shocked when the
1: nebula star destroyer is not in every battle based on like how i talk about it (laughs) not in any battle it's in three books and then it never gets mentioned
0: again exactly and that doesn't mean like I'm sure there's someone like angrily typing in the comments or chat right now saying, Well, I've read the book. I'm like, yes, I'm not saying you haven't, but I'm saying a lot of people yeah. probably haven't, or almost certainly haven't.
1: And you can see that the one really good test of that is how they spell Jean Vong.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um But I will I will say I-, I also saw a lot of people saying that they had interest, like where do I start? And the good thing is about the Thrawn trilogy is it's not the first thing in the timeline, but it's it's pretty much the best starting point. So Yeah. So if you if you're interested and you're not gonna end up spoiling yourself, like here's what's gonna happen. The good guys are probably gonna win, Thrawn's probably gonna lose. Um, you should check out the books because they're really great. So
0: Yeah. I think there will be a lot of people who, uh, especially with, it seems like Filoni is pulling from a fair number of books from the period. I don't think it's supposed mm-hmm. to be like a, a, anyone who's expecting a direct adaptation. That's not going to happen, but like pulling elements or specific ships or vehicles, characters, even, or like threads of storylines. That's probably going to be more what you see. Uh, and it's probably not going to be limited to just the Thrawn trilogy. There's probably some elements that'll probably that'll come in from other places. And mm-hmm. all that means is that there'll be more people who have a reason to go back and check out some of those books, uh, which is only a good thing.
1: Right. He talked about that specifically in an interview regarding his, 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 uh, his movie, because mm-hmm. one of the the first really big day one revelation was three new movies um, one set in the Dawn of the Jedi era, one set in... One's essentially episode 10, in, in all but name. Yeah. Um It is episode 10. And then there's Dave Filoni's movie, which is described in... He, he The way it sounds, it's like it's the most Legends sounding of them all, other than Dawn yeah. of the Jedi, I guess. But he said it's the New Republic fighting the Imperial Remnant. And in an interview he gave, he's talked specifically about pulling from source material outside of Canon pulling from like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see elements of like the rogue squadron movie that was um, being worked on for one point in there. Uh, And for that reason, which also
0: isn't entirely dead, but
1: right. And uh, for that reason, that's probably the movie I'm most excited for uh, because, and like, I've seen a lot of comments today about like, I'd rather they just remake um, the Thrawn trilogy. And like, I'm not saying I disagree with that, but it's not possible. It's not going to happen. And I love the I love Star Wars Rebels. So the fact that we're getting a mix of the Throne trilogy, which I love, the Mandalorian, which I love, and Star Wars Rebels, which I love, uh, yeah. to me feels like a pretty big win.
0: Yeah, like I I don't think even aside from the ages of the actors and Carrie Fisher being dead, uh, like I don't think even in a perfect world, I don't know that. A direct attempt to adapt the Thrawn trilogy would necessarily go over that well. Like, even if we don't have the sequel trilogy yet, we're sitting there with perfectly aged actors and actresses. I think there's enough that would be changing in trying to make that movie that people would probably be put off by it. Uh, whereas, with something that's pulling from it but not trying to pretend to be a direct adaptation, mm-hmm. there's enough that is probably going to be interesting to people who are fans of that. Uh, without feeling too much like you need to compare them, mm-hmm. and it's not like your copies of the books are going to be overwritten with whatever Dave Filoni does, so if you're not interested in that, then yeah, that's totally fair, but it's also don't don't stop other people from enjoying it if that's their take on it,
1: yeah, I never really felt like the Thron trilogy would have been a good sequel trilogy um because it's not for it's not enough about the force um mm-hmm. i think you really have to reconfigure the role of jorah Sabayoth to make that yeah. work and i think you've also got to remove uh the like the luke clone in the ending um so yeah for me this is pretty much the best we're gonna get i still hope that one day we get our like the thing that i've been championing for that i think is more likely is we get the dc animated style uh retelling of the the stories that way in what is yeah, clearly an cool. alternate universe thing uh but in the meantime there is also a fan right now doing um a complete recreation of the thrawn trilogy he's been working on it for years or, or a couple of years he's still on air to the empire but that's pretty cool uh his is basically a chapter by chapter remake so it's gonna take a while but, yeah. um but yeah
0: yeah, and I think the with the movies out there. So the the other two movies, there's Dawn of the Jedi set twenty five thousand years before anything we have. Yep. Then there's uh, the New Jedi Order era, uh, which is they've already announced it has Daisy Ridley in it. Uh, it's going to be about reforming the Jedi. Uh, order which we knew from Rise of Skywalker she already told Luke she was going to do that or from the sequel trilogy she already told Luke she was going to do that Mm -hmm. so that shouldn't be a surprise hopefully John Boyega is up to coming back as Finn and they're working together on that Because we've had other hints of like other uh, lower profile canon material that have had like Poe talking about how his friends Finn and Rey are working on starting up the Jedi Order again Mm -hmm. Uh, but the Dawn of the Jedi title and the New Jedi Order title are both names that are from Legends, uh, but I think that's being taken as the names of the movies by some people. That it's the name of the era, mm-hmm. so don't necessarily expect those to be movie titles.
1: Yeah, they did also add the the, the Old Republic era now as well to that chart. Yeah. So presumably... which has the same
0: logo as yeah. the Tor stuff. So I don't know if they're like working, going to be doing the Kotor remake as part of canon with Tor stuff counting as well because mm-hmm. i don't know if there's is there anything else in that era that's out right now
1: no no not that i'm aware of um because we don't even really know what the like aesthetic of the era was so yeah i think the only thing we have like in that time period is quotes about like when they go to um certain uh was it malachor they visit in rebels why am i forgetting yeah yeah when they go to malachor, yeah, they, go to malachor. they they hear a bit about like old wars fought between the jedi and the sith but that's uh that's kind yeah. of it as, as much as and i know
0: high republic does talk about like some stuff from that period as well uh and even some mandalorian stuff gets brought mm-hmm. up in a few places with that uh, we did so get the yeah, Rakatan's name, name dropped
1: or name dropped in uh, in andor <laughs> it's kind yeah. of funny
0: with the Rakatan crystal mm-hmm. but uh i think the the big thing when talking about movies is are they actually happening? And I think there's a lot of reasons to believe this is different from the star Wars.com news page about mm-hmm. Benny and Weiss's movie or Taika roughly working on a script or the Ryan Johnson, similar star Wars news page thing. Uh, and, uh, even the rogue squadron announcement at the investor call, like I think a celebration announcement is different from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I think the biggest thing to look at for this is the Dave Filoni one, if you want to look at, like, most solid. Because with a lot of the directors... Go ahead. I was going to say, that one's for sure happening. Yeah. Like, with a lot of directors, it's like, oh, Ryan Johnson's doing the Glass Onion movies. Tycho is doing, like, Love and Thunder. And he had another project that he left to do, Love and Thunder, that he's now back to. But Dave Filoni works for Lucasfilm. He is basically their guy. And he's also uh at the clone wars uh panel where they announced tales of the jedi season two he was talking about how he wants to use tales to kind of train up other people Mm. to kind of spearhead the animation stuff as he works more in live action but when you have him that works like directly for the studio that movie i feel like is more secure than anything star wars has ever announced
1: yeah no i agree um That one's definitely happening, and I I do also want to mention, like, one of the big uh, reports going around is that this means the Mandalorian's ending, and I don't really think that was the intention of the announcement. No. The way it's described is that it's going to be a culmination and a conclusion of storylines set up in the Mandalorian, in Ahsoka, and probably in the Skeleton crew as well. However, just because it's a continuation of those stories, keep in mind, this will probably be at least three years for two to three years from now. So, you know, the Mandalorian will be on season four or five. So maybe it'll be time, but um, just because that storyline is ending doesn't mean that that's it.
0: Yeah. It might even be a situation where if it's one of the last of those three movies, then that could be years of the Mandalorian going on before we get there, though. They're probably planning it in parallel. Like Dave Filoni writes on both or contributes to both. He's not as actively involved in the Mandalorian while he's working on Ahsoka and mm-hmm. presumably that movie. But yeah, like there's it doesn't need to mean it's the end of that. And I think they've said they're like six weeks away from the script on the mm-hmm. new Jedi Order movie. Yeah. But the fact that they already have like Daisy Ridley on board, that's farther along than any spec we've had on prior movies. I think the Dawn of the Jedi one is probably the where we have the least information where they're probably the least far in but i think like dave filoni movie absolutely happening the ray movie like pretty solid as well Mm -hmm. and way way more solid than any other movie talk we've had in a long time Mm
1: -hmm. yeah no that's that's kind of how i feel too um but yeah let's uh let's talk about uh i guess just jump around a bit i mean there's lots to cover
0: Sorry, go ahead. Do you have any thoughts on Tales since I brought it up there? Yeah, I was
1: going to talk about animation now. Um, so I was hoping we'd maybe get a new series announcement. We didn't. Uh, no. we, we did get a season two of Tales of the Jedi announced, which is great. Yep. We still, I'm assuming it's going to be more Clone Wars stuff, given that it was attached to the Clone Wars panel. Um, and it, they didn't say otherwise that it was really going to be significantly different other than Dave Filoni was going to be a little less hands-on um so yeah I mean I could be wrong it, it could end up being more like I feel like Tales of the Jedi should be more of a cross era thing just based on the name because it's not Tales of the Clone Wars it's Tales of the Jedi um but aside from that we also did get a look at Visions 2 and we've learned that Bad Bad Season 3 will be the final season and will be coming out next year which I have mixed feelings about I really felt like the show had a bit more in it um but I also respect the uh, the choice to end it properly um, instead of just dragging it on. And hopefully there's another animated show that comes on afterwards yeah. that picks up. It does, to me, feel a bit like the Clone Wars ending again, though, which is sad.
0: Yeah, but uh, I feel like we got a soft announcement of the fact that there is going to be another series after Bad Batch with how they did hate it, described yeah. yep. uh, Tales being basically a training ground for it. Mm-hmm. Uh and, like, Jennifer Corbett has kind of been the, and Brad, what was, what's his name? Brad Rao, I think? Uh, the oh, leads sure. that have been on uh, Bad Batch for this season, especially, because Dave Filoni hasn't really been that actively evolve, involved, mm-hmm. if at all, in season two. Uh, so I don't know, like, if they're going to move on to something else after. But I feel like with another, if Bad Batch ends next year, presumably we get Tails, season two next year then that's if there's maybe a year without one if something starts like right now then that could be a reasonable lead time on it Mm -hmm. Uh, because we don't know when exactly they started or finished on tales season one and how far along tales season two is at this point so uh, i was kind of thinking with the appearance in that last set of bad batch episodes of like krennic and uh it was a bunch of imperial era models Mm -hmm. like new models for new characters so i was kind of wondering if those were made because they're going to be part of some other story as well uh which they might just show up more in the bad batch season three but it seemed like they were kind of all coming together from different projects and it's hemlock that we're going to be focusing on Mm. maybe tarkin Mm -hmm. so maybe that's a hint at something for tales or something for a future season but i would like to see them go into different periods with it for sure
1: so when you mean different periods, you don't want them to continue in the between three and four era?
0: I, I'd like to see Tales of the Jedi have, like, not just, definitely not Clone Wars anymore. I don't think we necessarily need more of that. Mm-hmm. But if there could be a mix of periods in it, like if you could have even just two different periods that are covered in Volume 2 of Tales of the Jedi, which I doubt we'll get, but if they could go earlier, maybe, or mm-hmm. later... I wouldn't mind, like, if it's a mix of pre-Clone Wars and some, like, Imperial Era Order 66 Survivor coverage Mm -hmm. within the same season. Like, you get six episodes of that. Because we kind of got, like, a bit of that but less divergent in the first one where there was the Ahsoka stuff and the Dooku stuff. Just take that a bit wider.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's a good take. So... If you could make another animated show, or if you were in charge of animation and you were filling in after Bad Batch, what would your show be about then?
0: I don't know, because like we've got... I'm trying to think of what the options are, right? And there's Clone Wars, Bad Batch, and Rebels that we've had already in that style. Uh, Resistance is a different style, but it does exist. So, yeah. Do you think that they're gonna make a show between Bad Batch and Rebels? I mean, that's I kind don't of see th- that being particularly likely. My thought is that
1: is where they're going, simply because, for one, they'll they'll have the Bad Batch still. I mean, it's possible they get squad wiped by the end of season three, um, but I mean, I, I just think that they've been leaning on characters like Cody and Rex so much. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, there that kind of continues. I guess Andor will be over by the time this new show comes out, but. It's just, it's kind of the era where we still have the least amount of stuff if we want to use those characters. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts. I, I, I do think the next show could very much be about, like, there was the rumor of the Darth Maul, sh- the Darth Maul show, um, yeah. which would kind of pick his story up from the end of Clone Wars to Rebels. Um, I mean, the guy that I talked to was very confident about that. Obviously, it didn't end up happening. Maybe it still could. Um, so, yeah, I'm
0: not sure. It's possible they don't even know right now. Like, it, it really, I think, depends on where Tails is and uh, where Bad Batch is currently, and also who's going to be involved in it. Like, it's so hard to nail it down. Because, like, one of the things with staying in that period isn't just that they want to focus on those characters, it's that they have those characters, a lot of assets, voice actors already lined up. That might make it a little bit cheaper to do that. Mm-hmm. But,
1: well, yeah, I mean, if they're working on the show. I would think they'd be working on it now, right? Like if they are planning yeah. to not have too big of a gap between The Bad Batch season 3 and whatever's next, you would think if, they've probably already
0: probably early enough in production, but I think it's probably a year you can expect between The Bad Batch ending mm-hmm. and another show year and a half, which puts us at 2 to 3 years right now before it starts. So, yeah. I know Bad Batch was a while before they got to it, but I think I just don't think That sounds about right.
1: I don't think that uh it's like, Lucasfilm Animation's its whole department now. I don't think yeah. they're going to want to be sitting idle.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they could also have multiple shows. Like, it could be a thing where they're yeah. okay with having two shows that alternate. Yeah. Because it's the same thing with, like, live action, where it's not just like, okay, we only have The Mandalorian now into Book of Boba Fett, into Kenobi, into whatever. Like, we're getting to the point where there's going to be multiple shows that are, like, kind of interspersed and rather than having a bad batch every year and a half mm-hmm. we could end up with a bad batch season or whatever replaces bad batch season early in the year than something else later on they clearly have no problem overlapping mm-hmm. live action and an animation show
1: mm-hmm. yeah no that's true um so i guess on animation on the animation front the other big news would be we got a star wars uh, visions season or volume two rather trailer yeah looks pretty good was there any um did any part of visions really stand out to you? Like, was there, is there one story you're more excited for? What did you think of the trailer? Um, yeah. I
0: thought the trailer was cool. I'm not, I don't have any super strong opinions on specific stories yet or what mm-hmm. I'm most looking forward to. Yeah. I do think it's cool that they got Dennis Lawson to come in for, yeah. uh, for voicing wedge. Uh, but that was my main takeaway. I was just watching the whole panel thinking, Oh, look, it's Dennis Lawson. Yeah. So I, I kind of stopped listening to everything everyone was saying at that point how about you any anyone that's really jumping out for you no kind of the same thing
1: they all look visually interesting like there's the there's like a wallace and gromit one right next to like a yeah. much more serious i was kind of hoping the end would would give us um maybe like the ronin show up again like, like yeah. i was kind of hoping they would surprise us with either the ronin or the ninth jedi um showing up again obviously that didn't happen um I think it'll be a real shame if they ever do anything else with those ideas. Um, But what was I going to say? I I was, I got to say, I was hoping a little bit that we'd see a bit more kind of divergence in ideas. Like it does seem like we're kind of getting a lot of the same ideas explored again. A little hard to say without, um, without actually watching the episodes, obviously. But I just, I hope we get more than, like, explorations of what it means to be a Jedi and, you know, light side versus dark side.
0: Especially when they're so short, because it did seem like there were a lot of, well... Part of it is because they're kind of developed separately, so it's whatever the studio or writer comes up with, but it's like, a few did sound like the first volume, where there's a lot of, uh, we're making a duel between a Jedi and a Sith, or something like that.
1: But which is which...
0: Yeah. There's also one that's like, oh, well, we have these two siblings. And one is like, okay, so is that going to be like the twins mm-hmm. in the first one? Mm-hmm. And it it's so hard to come to any conclusions off of how little information we have, but that also makes it pretty hard to comment on. So, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't want to overstate things. I just, you know, they've got broad, totally unchecked. Well, I mean, that's probably not true, but they've got, broad ability to do whatever they want here yep so i want to see some for one i really like the visions idea i want to see them put it out as many of the as they can yeah um but yeah like let's get really weird let's get really creative like i like i would like to see some that are simply like visual spectacles like i'm thinking of Really, the uh, the Clone Wars two thousand three series, where I would love to see a Visions episode that's quite similar to Mace Windu taking down the uh, the Droid Stomper, or something mm-hmm. like the Battle of Coruscant, or just a giant space battle. Um, so yeah,
0: I I am kind of surprised overall. We cut we already knew this with Visions season two or volume two before this panel, mm-hmm. but like I, I'm kind of surprised that the Studio Ghibli stuff hasn't turned into more or that there wasn't an announcement or like a bigger project with them. Yeah. Cuz that's there was such a big deal made about that uh, a few months ago, but then it turned out to be just the Grogu and the dust bunnies thing, which is like it's fine, like I'm not complaining that that exists. Just that with how much was made of the announcement, it seemed like it was the it was kind of a presaging something bigger coming from them, and I was half expecting this panel to involve some sort of mention of we've got volume two, but also we've got this like feature film from studio Ghibli. That's coming. That would be the dream Maybe I'm just crazy. Maybe that's just me. Yeah.
1: I mean, I kind of hope there's still something happening because it would be mm-hmm. weird. Uh, and, and didn't we get something else from studio Ghibli as well after like, didn't they hint that they were doing more work?
0: It uh, There was like the picture. Was it a Yoda? Really, no, that was, that was the... before. Well, didn't, they, po- didn't they
1: post a picture of like at, i could remember at skywalker ranch or something either mm-hmm. way um i i i think there's potential for something more there hopefully yeah. um but i guess we'll see
0: yeah so uh i guess that's that's everything for animation right yeah we talked about the bad batch we talked about tales we talked about visions i guess we could loop back a bit to live action because we talked a lot about Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't anything new announced for mando other than they showed an episode early no book of that season s- 2 no i saw a bunch of people who were like really expecting after that episode was shown that like they just refreshed disney plus and then it would be on disney plus because of the kenobi episode dropping a few hours early yeah. last time like that seemed like really wishful thinking to me but
1: yeah i kind of figured that was going to happen and people were going to be disappointed uh yeah. we're
0: about just
1: over or just over twenty four hours away from that episode dropping. That's the nice yeah. thing. I'm gonna do a. If you want to join me, I'll probably do a live watch of that one. Um, I'd be down. But yeah, all by all uh, reaction, even people that have been pretty negative on the season, it's a great episode. So I did yeah. spoil myself. I won't give any spoilers here. Uh, there's some things that happen that are just completely wacky in a really good way. Um, yeah. So i i hope they stick the landing on the season and again we talked about this during our mando review episode the mandalorian season one was kind of like this as well where it started off really strong with the first three episodes um which arguably this season didn't do and then there were a lot of complaints episodes um four three or really episodes four five and six that the show was just kind of meandering and that it was just adventures of the week and then the last two episodes they kind of concluded it pretty nicely so hopefully yeah. we see something similar especially in episode eight
0: uh, yeah yeah i i think episode one and two were pretty well received like yeah. the complaint with episode one was just like oh look it's reintroducing everyone uh but i don't think anyone really i don't remember it being particularly negative and it was so mm-hmm. long ago but oh yeah uh, ages ago but, but yeah, so hopefully that works out, but I, I'm mm-hmm. really glad they actually didn't drop the episode for all of us, because I would have just, I didn't have the, the bandwidth to watch and work on stuff for it, and I, I need the extra week of Mando.
1: Yeah, no, totally. It's, uh, it's been a tiring week, and we're almost done, because Bad Batch obviously is over now, season two is yeah. over, rather, yeah um, also, chat. If anyone in the chat saw the episode, uh, Critical said I watched episode seven. It was my favorite. That's good. If anyone else is at Celebration and they watched, let us know. But uh, but yeah, after after this is over, we've got Jedi Survivor uh, in April, yep, which we'll talk about later. Um, and then we have. I'm trying to think what else we have. Uh, pretty much not much till Ahsoka. I guess we've got. Do we have Visions uh,
0: and the Young Jedi Adventure? I think are both coming out on May fourth now.
1: Visions is, or do you mean? Is visions coming Isn't
0: visions coming out very yeah, soon
1: i guess you're right so visions and young yeah i mean hmm. so that's interesting and then ahsoka in august so we're yeah. not uh it's not too bad um
0: and skeleton crew is supposed to be this year as well so that's probably ahsoka in august through uh mid-september is it six episodes or is it eight do we know yet ahsoka yeah
1: it's eight episodes
0: it's eight episodes? Cool. So that gets us until October. Mm-hmm. And then if it's like November, December for Skeleton Crew. Yeah. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah. So Skeleton Crew, um, Skeleton Crew had a trailer as well. Totally behind closed doors. I don't think they showed anything about the show really on the stage. No. <clears throat> um,
0: the... Did you watch all the like and or Skeleton Crew and Acolyte footage? Yeah. Yeah. But you I mean, did? the okay. the
1: versions were pretty poor that I saw. Yeah, it wasn't um, the clearest. The uh, the Acolyte one especially was pretty limited. It was, like, I think two scenes. Yeah. Mostly featuring Carrie Ann Moss was kind of the big reveal.
0: Um, yeah. Well, they're still filming, right? Yeah. Like, them and even Andor, I think, are both still filming. So it's not surprising that they'd have a bit less to work with. Because that's, like, late next year for both of them. Andor was the one I saw the least of, but... I also
1: kind of don't want to see Andor. I mean, I'll watch the trailers, but like, I'm so confident in the sh- that the show's going to be good yeah. that I, I don't I'm not in a way I'm like less excited because I know what it's going to be about, but uh, mm-hmm. I also know it's going to be high quality. So it's like I don't really need to watch some 1080p version or a t- 260p version of some trailer. Like I'm probably good. Uh, yeah. And everyone who was there said it looked good. Uh, skeleton crew. I think it's going to be good, but I'm just—I I couldn't tell from the trailer. I f- feel like it's going to be a show that's be really, be really big on atmosphere. Uh, obviously, it's trying to capture like the magic of Spielbergian movies or like Stranger Things. So, yeah.
0: Well, there's something I'd really thought you'd have a, a stronger opinion on because we're getting an Ortolan. Yeah, I, I just
1: the four-legged, limbed Ortolan—I Ar- 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 I don't get it.
0: Yeah, it's... Are you going to boycott the show or are you still going to watch it?
1: I might boycott it, yeah. Unless <laughs> they, like, introduce it as, like, an Ortolan subspecies or something. Like, Yeah, there, there's always blue... been
0: the official art that has multiple limbs that they just didn't understand what was going on in, Re- in Return of the Jedi. Like, that's the thing. It's, it's a bunch of people who don't understand Star Wars that made all these reference books mm-hmm. and gave them extra limbs. It's yeah, disgusting.
1: Fake fans, honestly. Uh, but yeah, it like, I wasn't even sure if it was an Ortolan. Obviously, it's a blue elephant, and that gets you halfway there. <laughs> but <laughs> the face looked a little different. I guess it's younger. Um, but, but yeah, that show looks interesting. It'll be cool if it ties in with, um, if it ties into the rest of the the Mandoverse, like it's rumored to. Um, but, yeah, overall pretty cool vibe, I think.
0: Yeah, uh, I like Jude Law, so I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with him. So is he supposed to be a force user in this? Yeah, I think he's he's supposed to be a force user. I think that's been publicly mm-hmm. uh, announced, and he's leading the little crew of skeletons. I think that's what the little ones are called. And I. There's there has been something else shown. I don't know if we should talk about it in the in that footage. So if people want to just turn their I put my hand up. All
1: their spoilers off.
0: For yeah, the next 30 seconds. But you're going to talk. So, you put your hand up. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, you were too lazy to clap. You you snapped before we were doing yeah. the audio check. But the uh one of the things that does connect it to the rest of the Mandalverse is that Vane, the pirate from oh, this yeah. season of The Mandalorian, has been shown in that behind closed doors footage. Mm. Uh, so we do have at least that connection there. Uh, that was seemingly, very odd. he's going to be a bigger bad, mm. uh, which I think makes sense with the scale of the show. That do you think he's going to uh, be a bigger bad?
1: Guy. I'm not sure.
0: Well, it seems like he's going to be one of the one of the more major villains, rather than, like more connected to the main part of the plot rather than being kind of like a side villain as he is in Mandalorian. I, I
1: most, I more felt like he's going to just be like a kind of a rogue Um or like he's there for things. Like I was thinking of, remember in the Thrawn duology, that character at the beginning, who's got the fake, um the fake uh Kamasi documents. Like, I feel like that's kind of going to be his role, but we'll see, I guess.
0: Well, I don't mean like he's necessarily going to be more evil, but it does seem like he's going to be more involved with the plot than yeah. he is in The Mandalorian, yeah. but maybe you're saying that's what you disagree with?
1: No, no, I I would agree with that. Okay. I just think he's going to be like a kind of a darker Han Solo type where he's not evil, yeah. but he's like, yeah. he's stealing yeah, ships whatever. or he's, you know. I don't
0: like, mean bigger or bad as in like, he's going to like kick a puppy, maybe a kick in Ortolan, Ort- Ort- but that's yeah. about it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking about this so I can put my arms down. Okay. How about those Mets though?
1: Yeah, how about those mats?
0: Uh We so not that much to say with the acolyte. There were a lot of interviews with it. It's like a big cast too. Mm. That's one of the things. I'm really excited uh, uh, because
1: I uh, I really like Carrie and Moz, So yeah, I think she'll be a great uh, Force user of some sort. And it does seem like it's going to be more martial arts themed. So
0: yeah, uh, there are some questions with uh, the acolyte about like time period though too because uh, there is a character that is coming in from the high republic books mm. and uh, the age Roe, of that yeah. character yeah the age of that character would be quite high if it's uh where it was originally thought to be set unless this is like a flashback of some kind mm. or she's in a stasis chamber or something or Miri allen to just live forever so that's a little bit less clear right now but the Acolyte i said before was my the show I'm most looking forward to other than Andor now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's remained the same.
1: For me, it's probably still got to be uh, Ahsoka. Or is Ahsoka after that trailer? I really like that trailer. The
0: Rebels crew is just...
1: Yeah, it's just too much. Especially where we saw Zeb pulled off so well. Like, yeah. literally perfectly. Uh, and I got to say, one thing about the Ahsoka trailer, um, we see Sabine in it with shorter hair and with her Mandalorian armor, it looks, she yeah. looks, she's like perfect casting. Um, yeah. did you, did you see the very last scene of the trail? I'll put hands up, slight spoiler again for Ahsoka, the trailer. The fine uh,
0: I think I did. If I didn't, then I wouldn't know. So, okay. Well, the final shot is them
1: with a pergle. So,
0: right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it looked,
1: it looked like they looked great. Like, especially where Sabine's kind of done up a bit more.
0: So, well, I was kind of worried with uh, with Hera because like Twi'leks look kind of janky in some of the shows, but it really seems like they put a lot into these characters that they're going to be so major, uh, which makes sense that it'd be more resources when Hera is going to be presumably a pretty big part of the show. Seems like she's doing a lot of the like New Republic side of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's presumably why Zeb looks so good, too. Like, I'm really hoping he plays a bigger role in Ahsoka or at least some role in Ahsoka.
1: I assume, but, I, I, I would be shocked if they don't get the band back yeah. together. Um,
0: Including Callus. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you see, before we move on from that, did you see the, the thing that Dave Filoni said? Where it was like, when he's, so he was talking about the scene in The Mandalorian with Carson Teva talking to Zeb. And he says, well, he goes off screen and he talk and he tells yeah, Blank. Someone, yeah. And, well, you guys wouldn't know. And I I couldn't tell if he was referring to Carson going off screen or if he was talking with Zeb going and then there's Callus right there and they talk about it. I couldn't tell what he was. Yeah, I read that as Zeb. meaning to him. I kind
1: of imagine Zeb and Hera is who I kind of yeah. imagine the conversation between. But yeah, I, I did see that. Um, I sort of agree that um, that Twi'leks are really hard to pull off. I actually think Hera does look the worst out of the, the crew.
0: Oh, really? Oh, out of the crew, not out of the twilight.
1: Yeah, no, out of the crew, but she still looks great. It's just like Sabine, they they absolutely nailed Um, Ahsoka's perfect. She's not really one of the crew, like, come on. um, Chopper, that that one scene. Chopper's hard to fuck up. Yeah. Well, you know what? I I don't know if he is because a lot of what makes Chopper so funny is like his movements and like how Mm -hmm. erratic he is. Like Chopper has like a mental problem. Um, and that like scene where he's like in the back of the Phantom two and he's just like shaking his arm, just like giving her, I was like, they nailed it. Um, um, I love chopper I I, I have no Star Wars like memorabilia or merchandise. You might be able to see it. I do have a, uh, a chopper up there by my, uh, by my little Grogu. Um,
0: I'll move your camera in my view so people can see that as well. But, But, um, yeah, I like, I I think
1: uh what was I saying? Oh yeah, I think hair is the hardest to pull off. Even like in Star Wars uh squadrons, it's like okay. It's just she doesn't look the same, but she still looks great, so it's not really an issue. It's just she's the furthest away. Um but yeah.
0: Yeah. I do think Ezra will look better than he does in the hologram once he's actually there. I thought he it was like, like trying hologram, to recre he looked fine. <laughs> But it was, like, trying to recreate that haircut and make it, like, obvious that he was in the little hologram, and I still missed it the first time I watched it. Uh, But, yeah, I think he'll look much better when he's there and active. And I don't think he's in the Inquisitor suit.
1: I think part of the issue, too, with Hera is um, all of these characters have, like, one... Either they look exactly like their comic counterpart, or their, sorry, their, their cartoon counterpart um or they sound or they have the same voice actress um, yeah. and Hera does not have the same voice actress and there's there's more of a difference visually some like Katana of both it's like okay yeah great casting um but yeah i don't know i think the Ezra actor is like perfect for him so yeah
0: i agree uh I, I i don't know i think i think Hera will grow on you more i think you're wrong okay Again, I don't think it's bad. I just think she's 100% the... wrong. We're getting this in writing. And okay, who do th- one one you up? think is the worst,
1: then? I'm just curious.
0: Uh, i don't. The worst? Yeah. It... Like, I don't think there is a worst.
1: Wayne Gretzky had a worst season, even though it was okay. still, you know.
0: But it, it sounds like you're saying that she wasn't just the worst. She just wasn't up to par, even.
1: No, I think she was up to par. I just think okay. she was the worst.
0: Okay, then, uh, I'll have to I'll have to come back with a report and really analyze everything. Okay, I know you spent a lot of time like making sure that every side of Sabine they got the was ass, right, accurate. Sure. So yeah. yeah, but well, who else? Who else even is there? It's Ez- it's Ezra, Hera, Sabine, Chopper, Zeb, Ahsoka. I don't think we're counting Ahsoka. We'll have to see if Callis like if they get uh, Jamie Lannister to play him or not. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, and Freddy Prince Jr. for Kanan in some David sort of Yellow. flashback. Yeah, Callous, I think we're getting a, a Kanan. Calus could just be black. Could be.
1: They could just say fuck it and just why not? Uh, do you think we're getting Kanan stuff? Uh, no, I don't think
0: so. Nothing. Not a hollow that Hera looks at. Not a flashback. Uh, not a. I think. Not yeah. a force vision. I don't. When think we're, we're, we're going to the f- fucking world between worlds for sure. You don't think they're gonna walk past Kanan exploding, and you have like Freddie Prince Fireball?
1: I don't think they'll get Freddie Prince Jr. to do it because Kanan's like Freddie Prince Jr. is like the palest dude ever. Like he's like almost translucent. So,
0: well, Kanan is gonna be really well lit if they go back to that scene. (laughs) Yeah, be
1: crispy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I guess we might. I don't think we'll have a flashback. Um, there have been rumors about flashbacks in the show. I don't think it will involve Kanan. Uh, I just feel like he's done his job at this point, honestly.
0: He's uh, done it. Okay, don't think about it from an universe perspective. Think about Dave Filoni is making a show about the Rebels crew. Do you think that man in the space... Let's say it gets a second season, especially. You mm-hmm. think that man doesn't find a way to put Kanan in the show?
1: Oh, there's a much better way for him. I can't believe you didn't... You haven't... Doom.
0: Jason just grows into what?
1: Doom. The, the wolf. Oh, the, the Loth wolf.
0: Because
1: that's Kanan now, basically. So... Yeah. I bet you we're going to have Wolves in the show. I mean...
0: Well, we have the, the Loth cat thing that Sabine has.
1: Yeah. Which is like, I gotta say, probably the least cursed they've ever looked, but still pretty cursed. Um but yeah, I would put ten thousand dollars on there being a Loth Wolf in the show.
0: I I would not take that bet. Yeah.
1: I I think you'd be a moron too, unless you worked on the yeah. show and know for sure.
0: Do you think that Kanan has a higher or lower chance of showing up than Jason does? Cindula, not solo.
1: Oh, Jason's gonna, Jason will show up. Yeah. I okay.
0: Don't... I was trying to trick you on. Okay. Yeah. Lothwolf versus Jason, so, or Jason Cindula. You got to pick one. Lothwolf. Yeah. That's this problem. I still just think right
1: Lothwolves were, they were like thematically a pretty big part of the yeah. end of the show. Um, and I got to say, one thing I've really liked about Ahsoka is how, like, I've had issues with some of Dave Filoni's directing before. Um, I know it was stylized in the Mandalorian, but um they really nailed a lot of the little things that make rebels look like rebels. Um mm-hmm. and it's, it's I'm just surprised how well it's translated to live action. Like they've got Ezra's house and it has all the, the drawings on the walls. Yeah. The uh they could they could have very easily turned down how uh, strange Lothal looks. Like Lothal is a very um mm-hmm. I believe it was based on Alderon concept art. Um, It's a very stylized city. And I was like, I kind of wonder if they're going to turn that down in live action. If anything, they fully embraced it where it looks like even more like concept art, which is great. Uh, Even there's the scene that I guess I didn't realize, but I guess is supposed to be the recreation of the end of season four. They even have that little audio cue like the I don't even know what sound it is, but I've just been surprised how uh, how well they've done uh, translating it to live action.
0: Yeah, like it, it it'd be weird to me if that's not recreating that shot other than the fact yeah. that like Sabine has her long hair versus short. I can't tell with the other shot that where she has short hair. Is that because it's tied up? Like yeah, tied I'm back not sure. rather than because it's cut. Because I it mean, seems like it's still there just like We can... know
1: Sabine, she's gonna cut her hair like twelve times. We've already seen yeah. her with two different well, the other trailer shows are with a different hair color, at least. Yeah. Um But yeah, one thing So regarding the trailer I do I do have a theory I want to share. I want you to tell me if you think I'm okay. right or wrong. So, I think that there's going to be two things that Ahsoka's trying to do at the beginning. Hold on, I gotta sniffle. I gotta... Okay, I hit the cough button. Okay. I think that she's trying to find Thrawn and Ezra, obviously. Um, yes. Something's happened. Um, we don't even really know what yet because she knows Thrawn's around by the time of The Mandalorian. We don't really know what started that. We're going to learn. Um, mm-hmm. But my guess is that she... Because we see that she's in two locations. One is like an old salvage yard. And it looks like we see her jumping out of the bridge of a Star Destroyer. And the, the, I think the third to last shot of the trailer is her Palpatine style cutting open a window and jumping out. It's one of those... Um, it's one of those... It looks like a Star Destroyer viewport. Um, so my guess is that... That's a piece of the puzzle. She needs two pieces. I think the other I think she's also at that other planet where she finds the she she does the little sword thingy. I think that probably has a map of the area where Thrawn is. So like Well
0: there the room she's fighting Balin in is a map room. Yes. Right? So So I think that
1: she you know, there's been talk about okay, he's in a new part of space. I think that's probably kind of showing like what's where that space is, and then the star destroyer I think is probably one of the seventh fleet ships that was at Lothal, and I think there's probably some data in there about like the trajectory yeah. of where they got pulled by the space the space wheels because we yeah. don't really fully know what happened to the fleet at Lothal, um, other than the, the fleet in orbit was you know disabled by the 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 whales, and then Thrawn got pulled away, Thrawn and Ezra and the Chimera got pulled away. My guess is that all the ships kind of got ripped away, um, just not quite as far. So I think she's probably looking for like trajectory data, yeah. so she can be like, okay, they're in this part of space, down this line somewhere, so she can start looking.
0: Yeah, like my that's pretty close to what I was thinking as well. Where like my feeling was that the Pergill brought them somewhere with a strong force connection because they're space force wolves. Mm. Like that's why Balin and Shin are working adjacent to Thrawn I feel like it's kind of like a Joris Sabaoth situation Mm -hmm. where they're not just like Thrawn's cronies they're they feel like where he went has something valuable to him right and that that's why Ahsoka would get anything useful out of going and Balin would get anything useful out of going to what seems to be like an ancient Jedi related map room Mm -hmm. because like the ancient Jedi didn't just have a map to where Thrawn and Ezra went eventually if it was nowhere meaningful Mm -hmm. like I think that's what the connection would be. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, and so a lot of people thought that when um, when she's facing off against Bela and that they're in the world between worlds, but I think that's clearly not the case. Um,
0: it looks very map room-esque and not quite yeah, world between
1: Yeah, and if you look when they're in that area, there's things, there's like little projectors on the ground, like little bits of equipment um, that kind of... To me, it seems like that whatever's being... Created there as being activated or projected, yeah. um, rather than them being in the world between worlds specifically.
0: It looked a lot like the Kotor star maps. Yeah, for like sure. The room, like the big projections. Uh, we'll see if they get quizzed by an angry Rakatan on uh, etiquette, or the the one on Kashyyyk does. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Um, Could David. Dave Filoni have like they they made that name drop in in Andor? is dave just go fuck it and bring in the and star maps
1: he might um yeah i mean that gives them uh because one of the big questions is okay you're gonna have this show how do you make it feel meaningful even when we know where the end point is mm. um the sequel trilogy so i wouldn't be surprised if they're kind of setting up something far down in the future in this show Based on Thrawn's age, I don't think he's going to survive because he's like, he's almost 70 at this point. Uh, he yeah. was given an official birth date in the new uh, timelines book of 58 BBY, which makes sense given how active he is um, during the Clone Wars and earlier. Yeah. So he's nearly 70. Um, he probably won't survive, but yeah. there's still some interesting. Like, that's a whole nother area of space with another threat, whether it is something like a Starforge or whatever else. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of with you there.
0: Yeah, like, I don't think it'll be setting up, like, a post-First Order, oh, look, Thrawn sect of Imperials are still out there somewhere that Rey has to fight. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're getting more tied into uh, some other kind of mystical related thing yeah and if ron becomes involved post uh and in in I, I think probable death i think you're right in mm-hmm. the heir to the empire movie or whatever it ends up being called like maybe cloning's involved there i don't think they'll go down that road again mm-hmm. like right after rise of skywalker mm-hmm. but with cloning being such a huge part of every other storyline then maybe it'll be involved somehow but i think this is like setting up to be a separate kind of parallel thing going on i think you're yeah because hang on mate
1: because you got to make the people who don't care about the sequels care i think well you don't have to but i think that would be smart uh and just generally i don't even
0: I think, think it has to go that way it's just like you don't want to reuse the exact same situation yeah again yeah Like you don't need a death fair. star for dealing with a, a clone thrawn instead of a clone palpatine yeah
1: yeah no you're right um I was going to say, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot in the trailer. There's a few other things I wanted to address. I'm just rewatching it now because I don't remember. Um, oh, yeah. So I I, I listened to the uh, the descriptive audio. They call those ships, new, or they call them rebel transports, but I still think mm-hmm. they could be anything. The descriptive yeah, audio. Yeah, the, the
0: Mon Cal kind of looking ones. I think they're definitely like Mon Cal cruisers Mon-Cal.
1: because she's got that little station that all the Mon Cal ships have. Yeah. Uh, that we see it, like <clears throat> Akbar sit at, so
0: it does just look like an MC30. like, I maybe I've played too much Empire at War, but like that was what I read them as first, especially with the tail. But mm-hmm. maybe we should do like a full pre Ahsoka episode, probably. We're, we're already at like an hour of mostly talking about Ahsoka,
1: <laughs> yeah. Just the, the trailer. The only other thing that I will mention is. There are two... Okay, there's one scene where Hare is chasing after that ship in the, the Phantom 2, which I could not figure out what's going on. It's carrying something. Um, mm-hmm. But the shot we see of Thrawn, it, it actually looks like he could perhaps be on Mount Tantis. Yeah. And to be fair, I don't know if we know where Mount Tantis is. It could be in that new part of the galaxy. Um, but... Both the shots with Thrawn and with Morgan Elspeth have these weird uh, devices that remind me a lot of the... They're in the background in The Last Jedi. Um, the uh, attendants, like they're like blue-robed aliens. They use them. And the lore is that they're supposed to help them navigate through uh, like the unknown regions. So I just kind of wonder if that...
0: So like the, the Skywalkers and the Pathfinders?
1: No, these were in The Last Jedi
0: yeah but like the same function as the ones from the
1: yeah kind uh, of Theron trilogy they're not force based though I don't think, okay, yeah, I think they're just like they're like big telescopes almost, but yeah, there's
0: a planet there, don't go, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> uh any other ahsoka thoughts i guess nope I'm we, good i that. think we've covered a lot of the the actual news the only thing we haven't talked uh, about is is video
1: games video game uh right Jedi. Yeah. i so that
0: was the thing that i was a little bit disappointed about because we talked about it beforehand yeah. i was really hoping for some kind of uh video game talk really disappointed we got some yeah we got the the final jedi survivor trailer looks uh, really good yeah I'm really excited for the game still. We already talked about that before, but like I'm more excited now than I was before uh, I played it. And I really like how they're bringing in more of the characters to more of the game because you're not just going to be alone all the time. There's going to be the companion. Mm -hmm. I wonder if you get to choose who you're with. I I feel like maybe once you've gotten a few of them, because it seems like Mm -hmm. they're not necessarily 100% in the story at that Mm -hmm. point. Where like you just kind of press a button and it's on the cooldown, but I'm hoping you get a bit more like dialogue or banter if you, as you go through certain areas, kind of like Kotor, where they'd comment on stuff if they were around. But, like that was my favorite, one of my favorite parts, at least of uh, of Fallen Order. Like it was such a small part of the game, but like going from the Terran Malicos fight back to the mantis when Marin was just kind of mm-hmm. following you around and yeah. you were talking. But I, I I hope there's more of that. That's what my hope is for that feature
1: yeah i agree um the only thing i wanted to mention just generally because yeah i agree with not much else to say about jedi survivor it looks great um nice to see cal there in person karen monahan big poncho guy yeah um one thing i just saw is studio ghibli actually posted on it was today slightly before the announcement they post a picture of ahsoka with uh, grogu uh there this is a new day a new beginning I'm, I'm guessing they're kind of indicating they're kind of making a comment about celebration japan but like mm-hmm. what if they announced the studio ghibli movie at celebration in japan that be a big uh,
0: fancy trailer that'd be cool yeah
1: i mean it makes sense right
0: yeah that that's where they live
1: <laughs> yeah my one big disappointment uh aside from the lack of video games is alex tweeted something about there'll be a surprise at the uh jedi survivor panel and he was referring to I, i'm guessing Cameron like the poncho. yeah
0: Bird game.
1: i gotta say i was uh my big hope was that we might get an announcement of something live action featuring him just because he's yeah. he's the voice he's the appearance he's perfect for it um just hope it's not a uh, hope it's not they don't waste him basically
0: I think he's come like I don't think they're going to give up that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think they might be waiting a little bit though cuz I feel like it's going to be Jedi Survivor, then they've already said it's probably a trilogy. Yeah. And as long as Cal survives that, which I hope he does, then I think you get him in live action after that, but I don't I don't think they'd put him in something before that is done cuz it's too much of a spoiler on the games and it kind of limits what the games are going to be able to do. Because I don't think he, I don't think they've ruled out that he could be there. They got the Fortress Inquisitorius from mm-hmm. that into live action, like right away. So it's not like that's just, they can't touch that area. But I I think if you're looking at uh, potentially a future for Ahsoka, getting some more Jedi related stuff in with that or with other shows in the period, like you have heir to the Empire in the next five years, probably. Mm-hmm. And like. Anything that you want to do live action is post Andor right now, mm-hmm. and Cam I think is still a little bit too young for that. So he's twenty
1: nine. Yeah, uh, I, yeah.
0: I think you've got like a yeah. If if his first live action appearance is in six years, then I still feel like that's within a reasonable time for the yeah. kind of projects they're doing. I don't think you want to just like shove him into the Mandalorian right now, or like maybe there's an off chance he's in. Ahsoka season one, but that feels like a lot to try to work in when it's got so many primary characters to focus on. So yeah, no, i, I would surprised.
1: I would rather him stay in the area he's in right now, honestly, in a show. I think, but be cool
0: to see him. It'd that. have to be a whole new show at this point. Yeah, other than Andor. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, he's he's buddies with Saw. Like him and Saw are boys. Yeah. Andor season two probably has Saw. That's so true. is he just gonna be like walking around in the background?
1: It's true. I was yeah I, I said this before I was really disappointed they chose to uh, feature Kanan in some of the because he was featured in I think Clone Wars season seven as well. Um, <clears throat> I guess that was before... was that before Jedi Survivor, or Jedi Fallen Order came out oh. because yeah that was the perfect opportunity to me to have a young Cal and make that bridge of the world. It's just it's just kind of surprising that um, that it's just this massively successful game series and story wise it's not. We haven't seen a whole lot carried over. We did see, like you mentioned, Fortress Inquisitorius and Kenobi, and we've seen BD droids uh, in yeah. Book of Boba Fett. So,
0: I think like, I think it's a non-zero chance of Cal in and or very briefly. Like Tony Gilroy doesn't normally do that stuff, but it makes I sense, feel like yeah. if the options there, I don't think it's out of the question.
1: Yeah, and he doesn't even have to, like, explicitly be a Jedi. Uh, and I mean, He doesn't was,
0: even need to be part of the story. He just has to be there on his scene with Saw.
1: Yeah, that's true. If anything, if he is featured in, it would make sense that he's not openly a Jedi as well. Although, he's pretty yeah. well known in the galaxy, so.
0: Yeah, because, like, we, we know they're friends from Fallen Order. So, yeah, if there's any live-action connection right now... That'd probably be the one.
1: I don't think we know. Do we know if Saw's gonna be in Jedi Survivor? I don't think so.
0: Uh I don't think no. No. Okay. They haven't said anything, but like I think Saw is in everything. I think Forrest Whitaker is like contractually obligated <laughs> to appear in every Star Wars thing right now. Yeah. Like name one thing that Saw Guerrera hasn't been in. I can't I can't do it. Yeah, there you go
1: yeah that's pretty much all i had to say about star wars celebration um i hope they fix or i hope they change their policy on behind closed door stuff for uh for japan because yeah it's it's gonna it's also going to be quite weird because it's not going to be it's going to be even further away in timeline from from us in north america but uh in time period not time period time zone rather but uh yeah. yeah Oh, one thing I want to mention um, in the Jedi survivor trailer, we do see uh, some of the Jedi worms active in one of the scenes. Hmm. So I missed that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, uh, I think that does it. I think we covered everything. We'll be back on Thursday talking about, uh, well, yeah. Saw was not in Mando. I have bad news about Saw Gerrera after episode four ish. <laughs> yeah after Rogue One but uh anything pre anything pre him exploding he seems to just have to be in but uh
1: yeah so next time i didn't get to do i didn't get to the uh the new podcast reviews but if you guys enjoyed this if you're watching live right now just a reminder you can check the description description of the videos to find the audio versions we've got well like 150 episodes of Tapcalf around there yeah most of the time we cover books but obviously things have been a little different right now with all the shows uh but yeah you can check that out usually we cover a book a week you can read along with us get all into it get hyped it's a lot of fun
0: i do want to address that briefly before we go books aren't gone it's just when we're as busy as we have been for the last long time if the shows are there it makes sense for us to cover that uh this is an extra episode so it wouldn't have been a book anyways two weeks left of
1: shows and then we'll we'll be back to books for till jedi survivor at least yeah
0: yeah And it's just, it it is a big time commitment for us to do a book a week. Usually before when it was just books, we were doing every other week for the, for the podcast. Uh, But we will be getting back to them. It's just when we have this option and it's a a much less bigger demand on our time, it just, there's no reason not to. Speaking of,
1: that reminded me, uh, there was a new Indiana Jones trailer. That movie comes out, let me just double check, because I do want to have, so that comes out June 30th. I want to do an indiana jones episode or episodes I think we could do If we wanted we could offset them with books and do like three weeks or we could I feel like we should at least watch the first three. Um, cuz for one they're great movies. Like if you you've never seen them right Corey, so I feel like you would I've
0: seen some of them. I think I've seen 2. Okay. When I was talking to Alex and I was listing things I remembered, he was thinking I, I, everything I listed were from Raiders, but I think I've seen The Last Crusade as well. But other That's than the one that, with no. Sean Connery in a library at the start or something or in his where they cracked the floor? At the start, I I don't like it was so it was at least 10 years ago that I saw any of them and I wasn't I can't paying remember... attention. Yeah, okay. So I need to rewatch all of them.
1: But yeah, because they are good movies. Um, yeah. So how would you how do you, how do you feel about it? How would you like to do it?
0: I'd be yeah, I'd be up for that. I okay. think uh, we'd be able to do a bit on that. Okay, cool. As long as I don't think I I don't think I want to cover the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles or whatever the TV show is called. But what about the novels? Depends on uh, how long they are.
1: There's a lot of a uh, lot of really good novels here. I'll read some of them for you. There's, uh, one second. Oh, where are they? It's their Indiana Jones and the Genesis Deluge. Deluge? Indiana Jones and the Unicorns Legacy. Indiana Jones and the Interior World. Indiana Jones and the Sky Pirates. Indiana Jones and the Philosopher's Stone. Indiana Jones and the...
0: I've read that one, but it was a different person in it.
1: Yeah. Indiana Jones and the Secret of the Sphinx. Army of the Dead. Hollow Earth. Dinosaur Eggs. White Witch i think videos. sky pirates
0: is like we have to read sky pirates if that's we're. that's the one that anything. always
1: gets my uh that's the one that always they have a. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before but they i'm pretty sure they were Oh, well, they were Del- oh yeah they were bantam books all of them uh and they are very similar in appearance to like old uh star wars legends novels so of Look, the I'm, early 90s
0: i'm not saying yes but i'm not saying no either
1: Kay. okay okay they're being pretty confident with the new movie. They're releasing it at Cannes, so like okay. a month before its theatrical release date. So
0: and that's the best thing to drink pop out of, so how could they go wrong? That's true. All right. Well, thank you for watching and listening, everyone. We will be back on Thursday for the Mandalorian episode seven. Uh, so set your alarms for that. And we'll be well. Uh-huh. I'll be doing a stream. You're free to join if you want. I will also be in that stream. Uh, we'll be, I guess, watching it as soon as it's available tomorrow night.
1: Yeah. So in about uh, in about twenty six hours or so, or uh, a please. little a little more twenty nine hours. 29 I think twenty nine hours.
0: But uh, thanks again, everyone. And enjoy the next twenty nine hours. Don't cut off any limbs.
1: Fucking weird thing to say.
0: At twenty seven hours, isn't it? One hundred twenty seven hours. Okay, I it's gave you a lot less time. You think that he you could had. only go
1: twenty seven hours without eating and drinking? <laughs> I feel like you yes. do that routinely. No, that's true. You're sensitive, Fuck. belly.
0: Well, I just don't know what everyone else is able to do. <laughs> like, James <laughs> Franco might be. Re-
1: Oh, 27 hours is how long James Franklin can go without harassing a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Good, Good night, everybody. We're done. We're done.